This is the Bare Naked Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Party. I'm a mindfulness mentor and breathwork facilitator who's here to bring you unfiltered conversations about mindset, spirituality, holistic healing, and entrepreneurship. Bare Naked Soul is about expressing who you truly are underneath it all as you shed the layers of who you think you're supposed to be. This is my journey of letting my authentic soul speak in hopes that it inspires you and teaches you to explore and express who you really are too. Hi girl, welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. This episode is gonna be for you if you have any perfectionism in you. Um, it's something that is so like important to me because I am a recovering perfectionist. So I'm really excited to share this episode. I think perfectionism holds us back in so many ways. And sometimes I feel like society tries to make it like a good thing. You know, like I remember being told like, oh, if they ask you at an interview, what your biggest flaw is that you're a perfectionist. Like we, we play it off like this good thing in our like hustle minded culture, but I really believe it holds us back. Um, and obviously it holds us back from happiness, which is the only marker of success that we need. So anyways, um, before we dive into this episode, I want to tell you about the breath portal. If you are loving breath work, want to do breath work more consistently, have never tried breath work, but want to, if you're someone who says I can't meditate or I can't relax, breath work is for you because um, all of my sessions are breath work mixed with guided meditation. And the idea is that breath work helps you to calm your overthinking mind so you can relax into a deep meditation. And so this is perfect for you if you're one of those many, many people who has said to me, Leah, I just can't meditate. I can't sit still. Um, it's I have so much resistance. I'm restless. This is for you. And the Breath Portal now has a seven-day free trial. So you can get in for completely free, try some breath work, see if you like it, and see if you want to stay in the portal. It's $27 a month after the free trial. So I will put a link in the show notes if you want to come check it out and breathe with me. Okay, so you might be like me up until very recently and think, think maybe I'm a perfectionist, but I'm not really sure what that really means or like if I actually have that. And so here are some signs that you might be a perfectionist. So feeling like you fail at everything you try at, everything you try, tending to set really high, like unrealistic goals. And you're, you're a high achiever, but your goals are not really achievable. And yet you don't feel satisfied unless they're perfect, right? Unless it turns out perfectly. Um, whereas a typical high achiever will be will be satisfied getting close to their goal. A perfectionist is never satisfied unless it's perfect and perfect is in quotations. Um, we tend to be very, very, very critical of ourselves, hard on ourselves and just judge ourselves a lot. And this is an interesting one. We tend to be pushed by fear the fear of not succeeding or the fear of failure is more motivating than the goal itself. And I can so relate to this when I worked in sales, like this was me, like I wasn't motivated by the actual goal or even getting the commission check. I was motivated by my deep fear of failing. That's what pushed me. And that's a big marker of um, being a perfectionist. So the major fear of failure often also leads to procrastination. 
because we're so afraid of failing that we don't even start. Um, this was me when I was wanting to start my podcast. I was so afraid that it would go nowhere and it would be a big embarrassment and a flop. And so I put it off for months and I've done that with many things in my business. And I, I imagine I've had many missed opportunities by um, being afraid to just go for things. And then the last one I have on this list is being very defensive of criticism, right? So like constructive criticism is just, it kills us, right? Um, and again, I can so relate to this when I worked in sales and prior to that and just growing up, like I could not handle constructive criticism, feedback, like I just could not handle it. And I just feel like for me, for as long as I can remember, I always just needed to be perfect. I needed to be the favorite child, the favorite employee, um, the, the best perfect boss, the perfect wife. Um, and now it's like the perfect, you know, online coach, podcast host, entrepreneur, right? But it's always been this feeling of I have to be perfect. And I think for me, like, I was just so paralyzed by the fear of being seen as a failure. I think that for me was the biggest thing was like people seeing me fail. I just could not. And it, it just held me back so much. So I'm really lucky in that I've learned and I'm still learning because I definitely have room to grow with this, but I've learned to let it be okay when things don't go perfectly. Once again, in quotations, because what is perfect? What is perfection? What does that even mean? Thinking about like the perfect meal, the perfect guy, the perfect vacation. That's all going to vary depending on who you ask. Your idea of the perfect vacation and my idea of the perfect vacation may be two completely different things. So because perfection isn't even real, right? It's, it's not real. It's an illusion. It's a facade. It's just... It's just based on our perspective, our very narrow perspective that we have at this time, at this exact point in time, as to what we think is perfect. It's not real. It's not a real thing that we can achieve. And so, yeah, one thing that made me realize that I was a perfectionist was that I, I learned that perfectionists tend to wake up in the morning and already feel like they did something wrong or something's going wrong or they feel the pressure of their goals or whatever. And I was like, oh, yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I've come so far with this. I think working in sales and, and being in a high rejection type of sale was really challenging and very stressful for me as a perfectionist, but also helped me to learn to push through as well. And like my ultimate goal for us, for you and for me, is to enjoy life. Like I want to flow through life. I want to dance with life. I want to enjoy life as it is. And the way I used to feel was just so hyper-focused on my goals and so critical of myself that I was never quite living in the moment. I was never quite enjoying life as it was because I was always just waiting for things to go perfectly. And that hardly ever happens, right? So I have three kind of ways here that have really helped me with this and that I hope help you guys and that I'm still working on to 
just become happier as a, as a perfectionist to become more okay with not being perfect. And so my number one favorite one to talk about is surrender. I am obsessed with surrender. It's like one of the biggest things I work on with my clients. Um, and I've, so when I read the book, you have to read this book. Okay. It's called the surrender experiment by Michael Singer, incredible book. And in the book, he basically sets out, he's like on this spiritual journey, he sets out to live his life as a surrender experiment. And so I've kind of copied that. I, I really have set this like major intention on surrendering because I really believe that when we surrender to what is, when we let life be what it is, that we're going to be happier because many of our problems result revolve around trying to control life, being upset when things don't go exactly our way. We're expecting things to happen one way, or we think they should happen one way and they don't because that's life. So to achieve ultimate happiness um, is to like allow ourselves to just let life be what it is. Now, this type of surrender it doesn't mean we give up our goals. We have no goals. We're just going to like, just be, you know, hanging out. We're still going to have goals. We're still going to, we're still going to manifest things. We're still going to change what we can about life. I'm all about, I, I'm all about recognizing what things we can and can't change with life, right? We can't change who our parents are. The only logical choice is to accept them as they are. Of course, that means you could set any boundaries that you feel necessary or whatever, but we aren't going to change them. We're not going to change them or, you know, get different parents like they that is what it is. It's one of those things you can't change. So the only way to then let go is to surrender, to surrender to what is to let go of trying to change people or control people or change and control situations that are beyond our control the weather, right? We're not, if it's raining outside, we're not going to be able to change that. We can't control that. So we might as well surrender to it. Now, when it comes to other things, we have control over them. And that's really not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to things that we can't change, right? Um, and, it, and there is a difference between, okay, so like if it's your partner, you can't change your partner. You can't change who that man or woman is but you can release them from being your partner if that feels good, right? So like recognizing what you have control over and what things you don't. And this has made such a profound impact on my life ever since I've been really intentionally living this way, which was probably since about December or January of this year. It's like six, seven months or so where I've been just surrendering to life, letting life come at me and be what it is. And it's just so interesting because, you know, I always say we want to practice in small ways. We want to, we want to break down our goals into baby steps. We want to start small, right? I always give the advice if you're learning to meditate to like start with three or five minutes at a time, just break it down. I'm going to say the same thing with surrender, practicing surrendering to what is and surrendering to life, starting small, right? So when little things don't go your way. Um, little things you spill your coffee in the morning, you stub your toe, you, um, 
you know, you apply for something, a job, and it doesn't go your way. I mean, that could be a big thing depending on, you know, how many jobs you're applying for and whatever, you know, whatever. But when things don't go our way that we, we just have to practice with them, right? So when it happens, you're going to feel your initial reaction, right? Which could be anger, sadness, frustration, whatever comes up. And you're going to start to recognize it. And like you have set this intention to surrender. So you recognize, okay, I'm feeling, I'm feeling upset about what's happening in my life right now. And can I change this or not? Can I literally change this or not? If I just dropped um, my brand new Starbucks, you know, Frappuccino on my lap, I can't go back in time and undo that, right? So you feel the initial frustrations and it's like, we don't want to not feel our feelings. So like, let yourself feel what's there, but then practice just having that little intention come in of, let me surrender to life. Let me just let go, right? There's no point in, in wishing this didn't happen. There's no point in being um, super upset about, I mean, there's really no point. To me, there's no point in really being upset about things we can't change. Now, of course, trauma happens and we can't change it, right? Death happens and we can't change it. Those things require a deep release. Those things require you to go through your emotions and feel things and let things and extensively like let things go and extensively move through your emotions. But I'm talking about smaller things than that, right? There's really not a lot of of a point in being angry. Um, I'm trying to think of like good examples of of this. Um, you know, like if you're in sales and a sale doesn't go your way, right? Or you're you're um, you create a PowerPoint at work and maybe you're you're supposed to present it and your computer doesn't work and you can't present it. Like those things can feel so shitty. And those are like the daily things we go through in, in business. But like, what if we just surrendered to life? What if we let life be what it is? And what if we also came in in the background with a building of a trust that sometimes when things happen, it's for our good, right? So maybe it's for our good. Maybe it was meant to be, or maybe it just isn't that big of a deal. Something that can really help with this is asking yourself in six months or one year from now, five years from now, whatever one helps, am I going to give a fuck about this? Is this going, am I going to remember this? Am I going to be sad about this still? And am I even going to remember that I went through this? Like, probably not. So let it go. And when you practice this, it's amazing because like, I've just noticed that like, I move through things so much faster now. Things that used to set me off, piss me off, really trigger me. I'll literally like laugh at them. Like I'll find myself just like laughing something off and I'll be like, wow, a year ago, I would have been pissed if that happened or I wouldn't, it would have taken me days to shake that. Whereas now it takes me half an hour. So we're just like learning to work through those circumstances of life faster because like the way that I used to feel was just a constant victim of life. Things just weren't going my way. I was pissed off. I was always like just going through all kinds of crazy situations that really I didn't have to see as me going through something, right? I didn't have to have all this stress and anxiety attached to all these things if I had just learned to flow with life and surrender and let go. 
you know, I've, I used to really struggle with control. I wanted to control everything my husband did. I wanted to control everything that happened at my job. Um, I wanted to control the weather. I would be really upset depending on the weather. Like we can't control those things. We can't. So why harbor negativity in your body that's hurting you and your immune system and your happiness? Just because it's what is normal in our society. It's what's commonplace. It's how people live their lives. Road rage, just getting so angry at that car that flipped you off or just cut you off on the road and just it ruins your day. It's like, why do we let those things get to us? Well, we just have to practice not responding that way anymore and changing our, we can literally change our neural pathways and change our, our innate response to things when we practice just shifting and shifting and shifting. And I promise you, this is so worth it. Now, when big things happen, obviously like, yes, I need to process them. Yes, I need to cry. Yes, I need to um, journal them out, release them. But I also really with this intention that I have, I've learned, I've been able to say, okay, um, that really hurts or that's really shitty or I can't believe that happened. But what if this is now my test for surrendering? What if this is a really good opportunity to practice surrendering? And I, and when I see things that way, it just changes the game. It changes the whole game. And like, speaking of games, like I, I like to think of life as a game. I like to think of life as a game and I'm just trying to move through the levels. So obstacles are part of the game, right? Setbacks are part of the game. New challenges to overcome are part of it. So I like to see like my life as like a surrender experiment game. And when things don't go my way, it's a chance for me to practice. And it's just, it's so, 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 so powerful. So my second kind of way that we can let go of perfectionism and just enjoy our life more is to bring it back to the present moment. So like I have a tendency to be very hyper-focused on my goals, right? And I, I have goals. I love goals. I love progress. <laughs> I love progress. I love growing my business. I love all of that. But what I love even more is living in the present moment. And letting my goals be more of an intention that I have for myself, for my month, for my launch, whatever. But my true goal of life is to live in the moment, is to enjoy life, is to be present and be in the now. Which, of course, is going to involve more practice. It involves just letting go of thought and overthinking. And I've like talked, I feel like I talk about this so much on the podcast. If you didn't listen to the episode right before this one, definitely tune into that one about letting go of negative thoughts. Because in that episode, I really describe my process for just letting go of thoughts throughout the day. But also like living in the present moment involves just using all of your senses. So like as like if I'm just like let's say I'm playing with my dog I'm just kind of like petting my dog 
I'm like, okay, well, what does it, what does his fur feel like? I'm making sure I'm feeling his fur as I'm petting him and not just thinking about other things. I'm just making sure I'm like fully in so immersed into whatever I'm doing. Um, making sure I'm like taking the time to like smell different smells of if I'm cooking or if I'm outside, like literally stopping to smell the roses, right? So just focusing on the senses that we have and engaging in them as much as possible. It's a great way to stay present. Um, it's a great way to just live in the here and now. Because when we're in the here and now, we're not working less towards our goals. Like we're just less distracted. The mind chatter, the overthinking is just distracting us. So when we can bring mindfulness in and this present moment awareness in, we're just less distracted by this overthinking that's giving us the fear and the self-doubt and the reasons to hold off and the procrastination. We can just be in the now and start to feel really good because you'll feel different when you're in that moment of being in the now. It feels very different. And you can take that positive energy when you're actually working on your goal versus approaching your goal, the time you're spending on your goal, like just clouded by the overthinking. Okay, my third tip is something I've been doing for the past, I don't know, a couple months, and it has been so helpful. Literally, I'm going for good enough. I'm going for good enough. I'm not focused on perfect anymore. If I'm making a sales page or I'm creating a podcast or I'm whatever I'm doing in my business or cooking dinner or whatever I'm doing, I'm literally going for good enough. And I'll find myself getting fixated on kind of perfecting something. And I'll literally tell myself it's good enough. Now, this could sound counterproductive, right? Um, I do want to strive for, you know, uh, great pro products that I sell and great um, experiences I create in my community. And I want to strive for good content and good high quality things. But there is a point where when we strive too much for perfection, we end up taking too long. So recognizing if you're someone who tends to take a really long time to put something out, to create something, or you hold off entirely, you procrastinate or you just say, I can't do that. I'm not good enough at that. If you notice those patterns in yourself, then it's time to practice going for good enough because it's better to like, if you're in content creation, like me or in a creative business, it's better in my opinion, to create content and put it out there. That isn't perfect than to just mule over and just be in our head about the content for so, so, so long that we never end up putting it out or we have huge gaps between when we put content out because it never seems good enough. So if you're struggling with putting things out, if you struggle with procrastination, if you find yourself just like too in your head over the details, go for good enough. Just go for good enough and practice letting, letting good enough be a win, letting yourself be happy with good enough, right? Um, I used to be so hard on myself when I would like be cooking dinner um, or baking anything or anything in the kitchen. I just, I just created so much stupid pressure on myself as a perfectionist. 
And so that held me back from cooking for a long time, from baking. It, it made me have so much stress and anxiety about what I was going to make and was it going to turn out good and all these things. And so now I just go for good enough. And sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't turn out great. It sometimes didn't turn out great when I was going for perfection either, right? Because we can't control everything. But I'm learning just to like be okay with it, accept it, let go of the control around it. And if this helps you put out more content, go for more, go try something new, get out of your comfort zone, it's going to be a win for you. It's going to be worth it to set this intention to go for good enough. Whew, okay, I think that's pretty much all for today. I want you guys to write these down, focus on these. Um, the first one is learning to surrender. And like you can set an intention to surrender to life. Uh, that's going to be so huge and so powerful. The second one is bringing it back to the present moment and really using our senses, right? Our, our touch, our hearing, listening to things, smelling things, right? Like bringing it back to the senses to engage in the present moment. And the third one is go for good enough. Let good enough be good enough. Let it be okay. Okay, I hope you guys found this episode helpful. If you did, I would so love it if you guys would drop me a rating and a review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's now like on my updated um, app for our, at least for iTunes. It's like a little arrow down button when you're looking at the podcast show and it's like follow. I don't know, but you should do that on mine. And yeah, um, I'd love to hear from you guys. So follow me on Instagram. I'm at it's Leah party. It's linked in the show notes. And feel free to drop me a message. Let me know anything you want to hear about on the podcast. Give me any feedback. I just love hearing from you guys. So I love you so much and have a beautiful day.